And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, after we've done everything we've done, after we've done our best, pray that it's blessed, tossed it up to Jesus to take care of the rest. After the prayers and after the tears, after the fighting the fears, after our hearts and minds have emptied every ounce we have, after the noise, after the silence, after the extended worship moment between God and us, after all is said and done, the time has finally arrived to do one last thing that must be done. It is the hardest thing to do, but we must do it. We must wait. And finally, as Christians, we point to one distinguishing truth that separates us from all the other faiths, whether they are secular or pseudo-spiritual. We stand alone in the world with our reality as every other spiritual quest fails to promise what we have been promised. It is the resurrection. It is not a resurrection. It is the resurrection. Many a resurrections have happened. In truth, this has happened in both the Old and the New Testaments. But the resurrection is the one with Jesus. We examine why it's different for him and therefore why it's different for us too. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. That gets dangerous. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oive. So much more. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. How you doing? Hey, hey. 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 We're asking you, what do you think? You know, I never know when we're going to do that. Uh, here's the bottom line. You can email David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. You're sitting there listening. Well, what kind of party are you guys having? Well, listen along. You'll find out. David at hemustincrease.org. Text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or call us. Oh, yeah, live right now during the show. 972 Try and call in the beginning part of the segments, not the end. That would always help. 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will talk to Captain Chris. And you know what that's like? That's like sharing an ice cream with your best friend. And then you will be... Sailing, 
know, people ought to pay you just to hang out with you. It's <laughs> kind of what I'm thinking. I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> Small donation. Call yeah. me. I'm for rent. That's right. Ca- Captain Chris Coins, right here. <laughs> right there, Captain Chris Coins. Uh, bottom line, if you have a thought, an opinion, a comment, or a question, you're welcome to reach out to us and talk to us. We like that. That's a big part of fellowship. Part of fellowship is weeping together, and it's laughing together. It's rejoicing together. It's being blessed together. It's being burdened together. That's what Jesus was communicating in John 13 when he said, By this shall all men know you are my disciples, by your love one for another. Everybody tries to put something really specific on it uh, by the way of tasks. How about this? Attach. Let's attach one another's hearts to one another as Jesus intended us to do. In doing that, you have the opportunity to share praise reports or prayer requests. You have an opportunity to ask questions. If it's in physics, we'll get a physics major to answer the question. Uh, if it's about the Bible, we've got a pretty good opportunity to answer it, I hope. Uh, and then if it's about fast food, we've mastered that, so we're, we're on top of that one. We also do trivia. Here's your first Bible trivia for this segment of this hour of this third of this quarter of the show. True or false, Esau and Jacob were twins. True or false? Yeah, 50-50. Your answer, if you're not sure, by the way, is going to be in Genesis 25. Gives you a chance to look it up if you're not sure. That, uh pretty straightforward. If uh, you uh, want to call in, you can simply call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to get into the teaching, but I want to make sure you understand what I said. A couple things I did say in the earlier uh, portion, and we are going to be praying for Charlie and for our audience as well. But yesterday's show, if you did not hear it, you should hear it. You should go to the website and check it out. It's on the podcast. It's worth it. It's worth listening to all, I'd say, all the way through. I don't often say that, but I think it'll create great encouragement amidst the weirdness that's going on all around us. So that's why I would encourage that. Okay? Okay, we got that. We got that. We did that. Um, you want to do, let's do the prayer for, for Charlie that, that, you know, we got the call on from Don. So let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. No, Lord, we, we lift up Charlie to you. He's just you know, got serious uh, situation going on, and it's, it's not good, and we, he's got some eye issues, some face issues, and we're just asking that by your grace, by your power, by your healing power, oh, Lord, we just, man, we wish we can push a button and make everybody better. But we're asking you to just pour yourself into this man, into this person who who has served you, this friend, this brother, this shepherd, and we ask you to bring healing into his life in a way that none of us can understand. We can't. We don't get it. And, Lord, I pray for the audience. You know we've got people that we've mentioned that were sick. They're sick physically. They're sick uh, emotionally and psychologically. There's some struggles. It's a very difficult world. You even said, Jesus, uh, you'll, have, you'll have trials. You'll have tribulation in the world. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So we rely on you and that overcoming process. And Lord, some people are just dealing with a lot of frustration. And the only answer there is to lift it into your hands. Cast your care unto me because I care for you. 
That's what you tell us. So we lift these people, we lift these cares, we lift these concerns to you and pray that you would help us. You're gracious, you're merciful, and you're kind. Pour that out upon us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, uh, we got the trivia question. Somebody's ready to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, send him on through. Now, this response, by the way, is just for just for Cat and Chris. This is David. Who am I talking to? <laughs> this is Fred, David. <laughs> I had to do that. Captain <laughs> Chris and I were talking. It's like, what's a good way to enter? Have somebody come out. I thought, that's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I enjoyed the prayer. Awesome prayer. Thank you, brother. And the, uh, I don't know what your format is. You just don't ask the question again or what? All right. Say, say that again. That last part. I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure what your format is, but I think you normally ask the question again for everybody to hear, and then I give the answer. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the question, and you're gonna tell me the true or false. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Esau and Jacob were twins, and that would be true. That is correct. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was a big one, right? <laughs> Thank God for you. Thank God for your ministry and your program. And I'm sitting there uh, praying for you at all times. You're a great man of God. Oh, thank you, brother. What a blessing. I appreciate you. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Come on now, Chris. You weren't expecting that. Come on. You got me. That was really oh, I good. I got you on that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to do this resurrection one. But, and. <laughs> Eric, you broke my speaker. You should be around my house. <laughs> I just want to say, this is a true story. My mom had me watch her dog uh, many moons ago. My mom's passed away for like 13 years. But this is like you know, 35, 40 years ago. And the dog, uh, the dog's name was Killer. Great dog. And the dog stayed with me for the weekend, came home. And then the dog was deaf. <laughs> she, she totally blamed me. Like, I did it. You know? All right. All right, let me do this real quickly, and then we'll get in. There's so many things I, I definitely want to cover, okay? The resurrection, okay? We talk about resurrection, and we talk about it, and I think we kind of, you know, we're not, we're not making light of it, but I think because it's in the framework of Scripture, it's not hard to understand that there is a resurrection. 2 Kings 13, 20, 21, Elijah died and was buried. Now marauding bands of Moabites used to come into the land in the spring. Once as the Israelites were burying a man, suddenly they saw the marauding band. They threw the man into Elijah's tomb. When he touched Elijah's bone, the man revived and stood up. It's like, wait, wait what? He threw him in a, they threw him in a, a grave, touched Elijah's bones and the guy resurrected. Okay, that's 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 pretty miraculous. You got the story of well uh, of the woman who had the dead son. Uh, while he was telling the king how Elijah restored the dead son, the woman whose son had been restored to life uh, came to appeal to the king. Gehazi said, "My lord, this is the woman and the son Elijah restored to life." So this is uh, the the woman who had her son died, and and Elijah restored him. It's resurrection. And then everybody knows the story about Lazarus resurrection. I mean, there's not the Jesus you know raised Jesus raised his eyes and said, "Father, I thank you. You heard me. I know you always hear me." But because of the crowd standing here, I said this. <clears throat> so that you, so that they may believe you sent me. After he said this, he said it, shouted, "Lazarus, come out!" 
Dead man came out bound hand and foot. Those are all resurrections. We get it. What's the difference? The difference is when Jesus died and resurrected, he never died again. And I think what we forget is, no, oh, oh, resurrection, cool. Okay, no, 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 no. Resurrection, never dying again, body lasting forever. Oh, not, you know, oh, he's momentarily back for another 10 years. No. Eternal. And that's the resurrection difference. It's not even that the resurrection is a new concept. It's not. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. It's there. It's that Jesus is the first one to die, come back, and go, that'll be enough of death, period. That's a substantially different resurrection. <laughs> it's like, that's, a, that's what our hope is based on. That's what our faith is based on. That's what our confidence is based on. That's why our confidence is different than any other faith. That's why there's no bones in the tomb of the person that died for us because death lost forever against Jesus. That's what we're getting. Okay, I'll take it. I'm all good for that. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. A couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story, but it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. We'll That's talk, bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny dumb. Dumb, ha-ha, funny, but not entirely. 
Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hand. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really, drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope, federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far in order to get monkeys drunk in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? There's, I'm going nowhere, Dave. There's no... I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to offer up our next trivia question. And then we're going to do our jokes. A couple of them sent in by our very own Eric. So I broke his speaker. Now he can't uh, listen and uh, then complain about how bad these jokes are that he sent in. (laughs) <laughs> Get it? All right, here we go. Here's your trivia question. That was a double-sided joke. You have to – okay, never mind. Uh, according to the book of Judges – now, remember, we just had this question. Some people were kind of wondering about the honey scenario, right? Well, watch this. According to Judges, who found bees in a carcass of a lion while going to his wedding? Who fa- – see that? See that? See that? Okay. According to judges, who found bees in the carcass of a lion while going to his wedding? Okay. If you think you know the answer, you can. Let me find my number. I still need to find it. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at he must increase.org. I have in my hand two jokes from Eric. Very short, and then another joke uh, at random. We'll see if we get to all of them or not. Here's the first joke from Eric, uh, an acknowledgement for, I think, uh, a Father's Day kind of mentality. Here you go. Joke number one. Do you know why you should never brush your teeth with your left hand? Do you know why you should never brush your teeth with your left hand? Do you know why? Do you know why? No, Why? Because a toothbrush works better. Uh, you gave him a, a symbol on that. Wow! I feel I, this joke was funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Just okay. You know that idea of Captain Chris coins that has just now been removed. I'm just saying. Oh, here's the second joke from Eric. You you can't trust atoms. Because they make up everything. Okay. <laughs> I feel a little vindicated. Thank happy you. now. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, we all need therapy. It's not just me. You guys do. You're listening. All right, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Okay. Send them on through. 
Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. This is uh, Samson. Hey, you're Samson. Talking to. How are you doing, brother? How are hey, you? Good. All right, here you Very go. Very good. All right, here, here's, yeah. here's your question. Straightforward. I know you okay, know this. Okay, can one. I ask you a trivia question before I give you the answer of your trivia question? Yes, you may. Okay. Tell me the name of the sweetest mountain in the Bible. The name of the sweetest mountain in the Bible. Yes. I don't... Mount Olives? <laughs> well, you'll be doctor very soon, so you should know that. And I think you know that, and you like it Mount, very much. Mount Carmel? Yeah! <laughs> now you're officially doctor. Okay. I got to share that with Joy Ann because she sent that in to me. <laughs> okay. See, I help you guys. All you right, help the me. The answer of your trivia question is me. That's correct. That's amazing. You are correct. One of the judges who found bees in the carcass of the lion while going to his wedding, Samson. That's a great Samson! job. <laughs> great job, uh, brother. I appreciate it. Excellent. Yes. You doing good? Good. Uh, yes, I'm in... Uh, I'm doing good in in the Lord. Okay. And he is helping me to go through uh this season of my life and this chapter and uh and I'm believing that once this chapter is over it will be amazing chapter of my life and that's I'm trusting. You know, that is that is actually the that is the absolute right attitude spirit disposition to have. When God brought the children of Israel out of one thing, he then brought them into the wilderness, and they went through a pretty tough process before they went through the promised land, but he never brings you out of something just to leave you. He brings you through something else to get you somewhere else. And that process can often feel very wilderness-like, but he's never unaware of where you're heading and what's needed for your provisions. That's correct. So yeah. You have to stand so, in that. I mean, these uh, words of God and the promises of the God are just my strength right now. Uh, I mean, if I didn't know God, I could have been doomed by now. Uh, but but praise God that he is my, my rock and my refuge, so I'm running to him. Uh, someday, I want to confess, it's hard to even running towards him. Yes. But I'm I'm choosing to run to him. Amen. Amen. Well, let me pray over you, okay? Yeah. Let me yeah. pray over you. Thank you. Father, we come before you right now. I lift up our brother Samson. We love him. He is a breath of fresh air to the entire body of Christ. And we ask you to pour into him a breath of fresh air so that he can sense that renewal, that revitalization, I know the fears are attacking and they're creeping up on him. I know that the darts are being tossed at him, but I know that he puts on the armor. Let him stand in that place of confidence that you, Lord, are a protector, a provider, and you will be with him every step. He does not need to be afraid. He can keep his eyes and his heart focused on you, and you will pull him through the rough waters. You'll do it by your grace, 
because you love them. We pray for them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, David, for your prayer and all your uh, God-fearing audience. I deeply appreciate all of you. Yeah, you Thank you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen, brother. Very nice of you to acknowledge them. That was a good job. I appreciate it. And Shabbat Shalom to you, brother. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom, brother. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. That show's so weird. Okay. So uh, I'm going to do this teaching even though we're like, well, forget time. Time doesn't matter right now. Uh, Okay. This is going to really – now I'm about to lose about 50 people. People are like, what? What? Okay. I I know. Don't get I okay. I was never gonna teach this. And then the Lord showed me something, and then he showed it to me again today while I was finishing the prep. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I don't want to teach this. And it's like it's not my option for the author or the audience. Love you guys, but not as much as I love the Lord. So that's how it goes. Uh, this is called the Oz Principle, 2 Kings chapter 14, verses 5 through 6. As soon as the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, Amaziah killed his servants who had murdered his father, the king. However, he did not put the children of the murderers to death, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, where the law commanded Fathers must not be put to death because of their children, and children must not be put to death because of their fathers. Instead, each one will be put to death for his own sin. So you're thinking, what a cheery thought, Dave, as we're going into Father's Day. Okay, slow down, okay? The point of this is that a father does not suffer the sin penalty from because of the son or the son because of the father. The only sin that's transferable or transmittable, so to speak, is goes down into Ezekiel 18.4 that passes on from generation to generation, and that is rejecting God. If people reject God, that rejection seeps into the family line. Okay, and that's where the Lord talks about it in the Ten Commandments as well. But what I'm bringing this point up for is this, and you're not going to like what I'm going to say, and it's okay. Remember, you don't have to agree with me, but I'm not going to pull it out of Scripture because you don't agree with me. You, as a child of your parents and your grandparents, do not and are not required to pay for their sins. If that was the case, we would all be paying endlessly all the way back to Adam and Eve, of course, that's what forgiveness is all about, and that's what redemption is all about. This biblical principle does not allow for reparations of any second, third, fourth, fifth, or further generation ever. Everybody is responsible for what they do. What my my great-grandchildren do or what I do will not be on them, and what they do will not be on me. That's not the economy of God. And so what's important about this is not even the reparations part. It's that each person has their own sin that they have to account for, so to speak. We go to the blood of Jesus Christ to have that sin covered, but I want to make sure you understand this. You broke it. You own it. You owe it. 
and you're accountable for it. And the only way to do it right is to bring it before the Lord. And if you have any honor before the Lord, acknowledge it quickly, surrender it right away. I'm not sure who that's for, but there's somebody that is in this audience right now listening that's like, uh, I got to own it. Own it. Don't deny it. It's your sin. It's not going to be put on your kids. Not even Own the sin. Ask for forgiveness. Move on. If you're a Christian, it's already under the blood, but that doesn't mean you don't need healing from it. So think of it in those terms, okay? I know that's a tough word, but got to do what you got to do, man. It's got to be what's got to be. Okay, all right, we're going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> bam, bam. All right. Uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is, and this is just too... F- and if you guys get offended at this, I... You know, take a, take a week off the show. <laughs> uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached 10 minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. (laughs) You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, Spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. 
if not no worries, the David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Well, we're getting ready to do our next trivia question. I know some people are like, what happened in that last little segment? Uh, crickets. Uh, according to Luke 8, who were Jesus's true brothers and sisters? Hmm. According to Luke 8, who were Jesus's true brothers and sisters? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We will send you to the website. Uh, Don't forget there are video and audio faith boosters on the website. But most importantly right now, there is the opportunity to give, which we need because we have Radio Rank coming up in about 11 11 days. What was today? Like the 17th? Yeah, 11 days. So do me a favor and consider that. Uh, Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. present <laughs> I know that's so funny but it's just like I don't think you guys understand that is everything we have <laughs> it's just like there you go we leave nothing on the table you know they say you know you put it all out on the field you got it there it is right there all righty so we have somebody to answer a trivia question all right uh let's send him on through howdy ho this is David who am I talking to this is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing good, Gary. I'm 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 having a crazy show, but it's still good. It's still good to get into the word and to fellowship and to pray with one another. It's just an important part of our existence. So I'm I'm doing pretty good considering considering how weird it is. That's good. That's good. All right, according to Luke 8, who were Jesus's true brothers and sisters? He said, my mother, my brothers, and my sisters are those that do the will of my father. That is correct, sir! You are right! Mary and some of his brothers and sisters, or some or all, had come up to see him when he was living in Capernaum. They'd come up from Nazareth, and they couldn't get in because there was such a crowd. So somebody came to him and said, uh, your mother and your brethren are out here. They want to see you. And he said, no, here. Here, my mother, my brothers, my sisters... 
Whether my brothers and my sisters are those that do the will of my father. That is a great, what a great explanation, by the way. Thank you for driving. That's a great way to set it up for people to understand. And that is, a, some people are challenged by that, but that shows you that the importance of spiritual relationships and spiritual connections. I mean, it just shows you Jesus elevated it to a whole new plane by saying, these are my brothers, these are my sisters. This is yeah. my family. Love it. Great job, Gary. Okay, well, happy Father's Day. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it very much. Happy. You've got some children, you said, don't you? Yeah, I got three three adult children, which I don't ever call them adult children, but they're three children and then seven grand. Well, six six point seven five grandchildren. (laughs) That's one way to say it, right? (laughs) And two dogs. Yeah, and two dogs exactly. (laughs) Well, have a happy Father's Day, and I'll keep praying for you. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. All right. God bless. All right. So uh, we do, we're we going to pray for Ukraine and U.S. at the end. We do have history. Uh, uh, and I do have this thing I want to share with from Pastor Ray about Father's Day. So we got it all. We're all putting it together. Uh, and for those that are looking for specifics, those who hear the word of God and put it into action, those who do the Father's will, that's what we're looking for. That's what Jesus considered family. And it's like, yep, there we go. Got it. Uh, let's do history real fast. Not a long one anyway, so go ahead and fire away. Let's go living in the past. Let's go living in the past. All right, a couple good things about this today. Uh, it's recess at work day. For us, it's like every yeah. It's like every show. What are you talking about? Uh, it's also National Apple Strudel Day. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, National Stewart's Root Beer Day, which is like, yeah. Ah. I mean, these are all great things. Uh, World Crocodile Day. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a Texan and you like boots, then maybe, right? Because that kind of. Well, if you're a Texan, they're gator skin. Is that what it is? Gator skin. You know, I have so much to learn here. I've only been here four and a half years. I've just got a long way to go. Uh, on this day in 1960, Ted Williams hit his 500 home run. And I'll tell you, on this day in 1963, this became a huge problem and uh, could be as accountable for all our downfall as everything else, including abortion. And that is Bible reading was banned in public schools. It's just like, bam, there you go. Well, great. Take the word of God out of those schools. Take God out of the schools and then complain to God when it all turns into a mess. Good job. Uh, okay, last thing I should tell you. This is just weird. 1871, the tallest married couple, right? Anna Swan at 7 feet 11 inches married Martin Van Buren Bates at 7 feet 7.5 inches. It's a tall order right there. All right, here we go. <laughs> I did the best I could. All right. I don't blame you. All right. Let me do this thing from Pastor Ray. So Pastor Ray, as you guys know, he passed away. He's my Pastor Ray is just – I consider him to be in my lifetime one of my uh, top most important people that I've connected to in my lifetime, which is like that's a pretty significant uh, list. So I just want to read uh, what he had written prior in regards to us on Father's Day. I think it's really good, and I think most of you will really appreciate it. It's called Show Us the Father. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even even after I've been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. 
Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father might be one of the most staggering things Jesus ever said. To the Greeks of that period, God was the invisible. The Jews counted it an article of faith that no man had seen God at any time. In a culture where religious views and spiritual truths were of the utmost importance, this was not only a shocking declaration, but one that risked the accusation of blasphemy. Philip, like Moses centuries earlier, had asked to see God, a bold request. God responded to Moses, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, but, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. That's Exodus 33:20. In the time of Jesus, when people were fascinated by the transcendence of God and by the difference and distance between God and man, they would never have dared to think that they could see God. But Philip asked, and to him and everyone around him and to all of us, Jesus simply says, he who has seen me has seen the Father. He said, if you know me, you would know my Father also. We can know God through Jesus. We can know our Father. We can know God as our Father. We can call on him like we would a dad. When we look at Jesus, healer, Savior, shepherd, friend, we can also see Almighty God, our Father, who is in heaven. That is a staggering concept and a reality that can make Father's Day even more meaningful. Isn't that great? Such a great writer. He's just so... Oh, gosh, I miss Ray. All right, so um, so that kind of leaves that there. We'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Everybody say yes. Everybody say yes. We can. We can. We can do it. We can do it. Jesus wants to make us rich. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Instead of that rubbish. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I saw yes, man. I mean, instead of that rubbish, here is the Bible self-help program. Ready? Deny yourself. Lose yourself. Find yourself. Right? So when Brian Griffin on the, on the cartoon wrote, you know, think it with, wish it, think it, want it, get it, whatever that was, he missed that. I'm just saying it's deny yourself, lose yourself, find yourself. Okay, there you go. Because in the Christian process, the only way for true creation to get it is to die to the sinful part. It's just the only way. There's no other. There is nothing else. You see, here's the de- here's the deal. God creates us, then we rebel, and then we have this sinful nature passed on from our parent. Adam and Eve. People are like, well, it was these molecule numbers. Okay, Adam molecule one and Eve molecule two. Anyhow, the bottom line is they they had offspring. We're all a part of that offspring, and in that process. There was a nature of rebellion 
communicated to every piece of offspring. In this, Jesus comes and says, until that dies, you're never going to find who you were really meant to be. That's the key. And so then you get into the better theologies about talking about the law and how the law pushes the bad desires and bad desires lead to sin and sin leads to death. And you go through that process, and that's great. But what I want you to get is if you really want to find out who you are, be less of you, not more of you. Don't put more of you on social media. Be less of you in a prayer closet. Be less of you separating yourself from uh, the world and from the influences and lose the need to be on stage and find the need to be on your knees. That is how you find yourself. That's how you find what your purpose was, what you were created for. In fact, one of the chapters in the book that I wrote, The Jewish Christian, talks a little bit about that, that when you do it in God, you come to an end to yourself and look to God and say, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't even know what would make me happy. And the irony is only God knows what would really bless your existence. So why would you go anywhere else? Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. What we're going to do is open with prayer, then do our trivia, and then do our final teach. So I want to pray for Ukraine and the United States, plus I want to pray for the dads. Okay, so let's do that real quickly. Father, we come before you right now. You are the Father. (laughs) Hallelujah. You are the best. There is none like you. You are absolutely lights out fantastic. We love you. And we just, we we pray for our country. Dad, have mercy. Dad, have mercy on us. A wayward people with a lot of wayward leaders. Have mercy on our country. And, and Lord, please bring peace to, to Ukraine as well, that they could know the power of the gospel. That actually the place of of part of my own birth, my own family line, that they can have an explosion of the gospel truth, of the gospel of peace, of the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. And I pray for all the dads, being one and knowing what that sense of responsibility is, wanting to be the best dad that we can. And Lord, sometimes we fall pretty short, pretty far short. But trusting you, trusting you being the best dad, working in our own children better than we could ever. That's our prayer. Keep being their dad as we are their dad. That's, that's the key. More of you in their lives. We support that as fathers because you're the best there is. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so now we'll do the trivia question because I want to make sure to pray for that, and I want to make sure to pray for dads. Uh, If you don't get this, um, (laughs) I want to say something really bad, but I'm not going to. Which Hebrew child was adopted by a daughter of Pharaoh? Okay, okay, we'll just leave that there. If you think you know, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. 
You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. I just find it amazing. I, I think you guys can appreciate that the yesterday show was much more teach-oriented, and then t- so much more word-oriented. And today's show was much more prayer-oriented. It's like, I love that. It's just like, yeah, whatever it is. <clears throat> Whatever's the emphasis, okie dokie. <laughs> That's how we do it, so... Uh, there's a theological term. Okie dokie. All right. So, uh, the last teach that I want to do, I ripped up and threw, oh, here it is. I was going to say, I thought I threw it in the trash, but I didn't. Okay. Uh, and we'll do the, uh, repeat on the trivia real quick, and then I'm getting to the teach. And, uh, it's a pretty straightforward. Which Hebrew child was adopted by a daughter of Pharaoh? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. Get to talk to Captain Chris. That's like talking to somebody that gives you chocolate chip cookies. I mean, how good is that? Uh, he won't do that, but it's like that, it seems. And then you can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemusincrease.org. Okay? All right. Hebrews. It's not a joke. I know people are like, oh, how does we know the Lord makes coffee? Hebrews. Okay, it's kind of old. Let's leave it there. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Now, I'm going to reread what I read earlier because it's worth it for us to hear it again. So listen, okay? After we have done everything we have done, after we have done our best, pray that it's blessed and toss it up to Jesus to take care of the rest. After the prayers and the tears and the fighting the fears, after our hearts and minds have emptied every ounce we have, after the noise, after the silence, after the extended worship moment between God and us, after all is said and done, the time has finally arrived to do the one last thing that we must do. It is the hardest thing to do, but we must do it. We must wait. And it is by far the hardest thing for all of us is the do-nothing part. So Father's Day is coming up on Sunday. I certainly want everybody to have a blessed Father's Day. Now, I haven't had my father around for about 40 years. So it's a long, you know, it's a long time. But my son and I were talking today, and I'm proud that God is working on him in ways I could never work on. And I actually told him this, in case you're wondering. I said, I'm really glad the Lord's working on your life. It was up to me. He just started that about 20 years ago. <laughs> I told him, I love him, but I mean, I'm just being honest. And uh, and the Lord's really working on him. And guess what he's learning right now? And that is to do whatever he can. And this, by the way, was planned way before. Uh, uh, Do whatever he can and then just lift it up to the Lord and wait. And I'm like, I said, because in an earlier conversation uh, a couple weeks back, I said, welcome to Christianity 101. In this conversation, I said, welcome to Christianity 102. (laughs) Because after you do all that you can do, there's this period of time where you can do no more. And, and and the the next verse says, you have need of endurance so that when you've done the will of God, you may receive what is promised, which is the best way for us to understand these couple of things. One, you've done all that you can do. You can't quit. You just got to stand there. 
Two, the answer's coming with the promises that he's made to us. Three, you got to hang in there. Four, you got to hang in there. And five, you got to hang in there because there's nothing else you can do. Sometimes you do it all, you lay it down, and you wait. Now, while you wait, you can worship, you can acknowledge, you can draw closer to the Lord. You can't manipulate God, so nothing that you say, oh, if you do this. I'll do this. <laughs> okay, that's not going to work. But the waiting is the silent trust that you have to have. You have to believe that he is going to do what he said he's going to do. And then you have to believe that he is faithful and true. He doesn't use our time methods. He doesn't use our her timing or our methods, I should say. He does it his way, and we want it to be his way. So you do the best you can. You pray that it's blessed, and you let him take care of the rest. That's what we're called to. It's like, okay, it's hard, but you got to do it, especially for us control freaks. It's so bad. That's right. I know exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> okay. Duh. We have somebody who wants to answer a trivia question? All right. Send him on through. Ding dong. This is Dave. Who am I talking to? Hi. This is Annika. Hi, Annika. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Great. Great. Right. I think I have an answer to the quiz. Okay. Here we question. go. Which Hebrew child was adopted by a daughter of Pharaoh? That would be Moses. That is correct, ma'am. You are right. <laughs> that is uh, it. Mo, it's Mo. We don't have people text in. They wrote Mo. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mo, yes. Yes. He was drawn out. That's yes. the meaning of his name. That's exactly correct. That's an excellent job. How are you and your hubby doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. And, uh, um, no complaints. <laughs> That's wise. Moment, but no complaints. That's a very wise <laughs> place. Just listening to the show and enjoying learning. Um, so keep up the great work. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We appreciate you guys. Okay, Doc. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, speaking of Doc, <laughs> so eight weeks from today, folks. So the countdown's on. I'm already right. You should see what I was writing yesterday. I turned to my wife when Birdie, see, Birdie, okay, so I'll just say this in the way. So, okay, so Birdie's a dog, so don't get too weirded out. But Birdie has this weird thing, okay? He, he gets up on your leg, wags his tail, looks at you with this little cute smile, and then without you seeing it, he lunges his paw on your computer keys. It's just like, and when you're writing, it's really fun. <laughs> it's just really, and then Levi's sitting here looking, going, what, what is wrong with that dog? <laughs> Why did you guys bring this dog home? What is wrong with this dog? Then, so you got that level of, of parenting, and then you have the next level of parenting, and then the grandparenting. I just want to say, every father out there, thank you for being a dad. Okay, not easy, okay? Anybody can be a father, not everybody can be a dad. And thank you for being a dad, because many of you, with great spirit, love and pray and care for your kids. That's awesome. 
So, thanks. All right, folks, you have been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're going to take a 72-and-a-half-hour break. I don't know. 70-and-a-half-hour break, then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.